Hello listeners, welcome to the first ever episode of the Abbey Singer, a movies and TV's podcast. And uh, for the first episode, we're going to do basically a defense of Star Wars. And uh, kind of what that means is we're going to talk about why not any one specific filmmaker or movie ruined Star Wars. And uh, maybe perhaps the thing that ruined Star Wars the most might have been the fans and why you shouldn't be looked down upon for still liking these movies, uh, even the quote-unquote bad ones. So we hope you like it and stay tuned for more. Hey everybody, this is our first episode here, our inaugural episode. Yeah. We've been talking about doing this for a long time. Oh yeah. Um, we're finally doing it. Yeah. We got the studio got- set up here, we've got our multi-million dollar recording equipment in our uh, apparatus. And we've got some good material to talk about. We do, we do. We're uh, we're going to talk about... Uh, 40 years in the... 40 years of Star Wars. And we're going to try to tell you why um, George Lucas and Disney haven't ruined your childhood and why they haven't ruined possibly the greatest... Uh, series of films of all time not possibly no. probably the greatest series of all time yeah um so yeah what what are you what are your thoughts on uh starting this and uh star wars well i was kind of skeptical at first <laughs> and thought ah, like I'll, I'll watch videos or listen to podcasts on um on these kind of films so sci-fi I, nerd culture sure yeah yeah I, and it doesn't have to be sci-fi or even nerd culture but not just like a rom-com film or uh like something that you're gonna actually have some stuff to talk about not just like short sweet films that don't uh, when you start watching a movie no. with kind of a bit more critical eye and seeing maybe a little bit more depth and uh, you know, getting some something more out of it than your average Joe. Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm know. not suited to to talk about action films. Sure, maybe that has a place, but that's not me. No, no, <laughs> it's just uh, yeah. they're fun. I like them. I, but yeah. it, there's nothing to really talk about with them. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. By so the way, was, your name is. My name's Aaron. By the way, um. Uh, many different names but Aaron he's our co-host and today I'm, I'm Ben uh, be your other um, co-host so in all the the main saga films I guess you could call the Skywalker saga uh, there's nine of them and st- probably 40 yeah over it's 43 years because the first one was in 77 yeah that's 20 reference in the movie yeah yeah 2020 now yeah. the festival festival only happened every once every 42 years and they remember the, the oh. festival uh, <laughs> bringing it and all back and three po's like yeah. you know uh wow yeah. that's amazing they're known for their fireworks and they're talking about rise of jedi weird there's and, a yeah. festival in the end where they go to this familiar looking desert planet and uh all the locals there are dancing and uh, <laughs> gyrating about and yeah see- and i i think it's one of the the better there's a bunch of great scenes I, I like in this movie or settings, I should say. But I think that's that's a great one. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, uh, all in all, almost nine billion dollars worldwide, and just since Disney have bought them, uh, they've made almost six billion dollars. So that's the majority of the the pie there. Um, Disney paid four billion dollars for for Star Wars, the games. Uh, for the rights to do the games, for the rights to do the movies, obviously, and anything else. Um, and they were able to <laughs> to pay for half of that in cash and the other half in cash? stocks. Cash. I don't know how you have $2 billion, $2 billion in, in cash. cash. I guess, yeah. You that's, just, that's as big as this house. That's a lot of, that's a lot of mouse money. Uh, that's, a lot of, that's a lot of cash. I just can't even fathom that amount no. of money. No. What do you, how do you... You, do, you deliver that in Brinks trucks? I guess you just and go to the bank say, and ask for it, yeah, yeah, and say, yeah. "Look, it's Star Wars. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna make six billion dollars over this? the next five years." What do you say to these four Brinks trucks? <laughs> yeah. Um, so if you look at them, the from seventy seven to two thousand twenty, most of these films are in the eighty to ninety percent range. Which I think is going to add to our point of most of these movies are great movies. They're critically totally. lauded movies. Totally. Um, there's not a whole lot in these movies to just like, really, unless you're just uh, maybe not obsessed. Unless you just have these. You had an emotional connection to them yeah. when you were a child. They imprinted on you or whatever you you know you want to call and uh and you want them to recreate the wheel but make it like the other wheel at the same time yeah it's and that, impossible that, it's impossible to, to do I mean even yeah. even Jedi like even Jedi they redid <laughs> yeah. the 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 big station that was in episode four yeah. they redid the Death Star. Even yeah. even George Wasn't Lucas in that the original trilogy, which people laud as you know untouchable, you you don't you don't hate yeah. on the original trilogy, but you know they they told <laughs> it even looks the same. Yeah, and, it doesn't look any different. Uh, so and, and we talked about how we've talked about how Lucas wanted um, it to be not about the the big space battles like of course that's part of it yeah i it, mean it, it was it, 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 it's essentially he he liked he watched like flash gordon and buck rogers growing up which were these fun little adventures very serialized you could do multiple of them um very episodic type things and he, but he wanted to add the depth mm-hmm. of you know all these different religions literally every religion yeah. i think he tried to kind of combine and use as like the force for this, you know, allegory of everything, all the energy and this kind of chi type idea. Um, and he combined like samurai, he combined wizards, he combined the idea of like all this stuff into this one tech, all it, yeah, sci fi, you know, yeah. space opera, which everyone says. And when people saw it for the first time, everybody lost their mind. And you so, still lose your mind if you go back and watch the originals. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's like, it's a big budget action movie that appeals to kids. But I think when you think about it, all of us are kind of kids at heart, really. 
and there's just enough adult themes in there. Oh yeah. Uh, to get adults in the seats to still too. keep you engaged and interested right. as an adult. And the reason I think and, adults like it is because they saw either whichever trilogy they <laughs> was out at the time. They saw that when they were a kid. Yeah. And so then they start worshiping this thing and yeah, then they yeah. just keep repeating it and repeating it and repeating it, which is Disney is very good at as we uh, know. So there's a lot of commons with that, with the force awakens being very similar also. Um, but it was still fun. It was still fun. I, you, of course you got fan service. Um, I think, Maybe some of the creativity got sucked away to uh, um, Last Jedi. Um, you think they? You think Ryan Johnson kind of stole a lot of the big uh, creative potential? He just totally. he just yeah. took everything I, that could have been in nine and was just like, you know what? <laughs> uh, no, I'm going to take it all for myself. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and uh, you guys can worry about it later. Uh, yeah, yeah. Good luck. JJ yeah, cleaning yeah. that up. <laughs> just, it's just, he took a lot of risk and that's great. Um, but it was, a lot of it was was kind of poorly executed. I'm, I'm going to be honest, I have my own criticisms of The Last Jedi, but still overall, it's still a very enjoyable film. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. You yeah. are critical and it, and, of Last Jedi, but it's not going to And critics taint. loved it. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, You're still excited for new Star Wars. Yeah, I think it. I think a different cut. I've not seen Last Jedi in a different cut. So I think maybe even with just a different cut, like I haven't seen the director's cut or anything like that, maybe even a different cut, it could be tremendously even better, or I could like it even better. Yeah. 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 You With know, I, very I, minimal tweaks. I really liked it when it first came out. I think, uh, just because I got to actually see Luke Skywalker mm. do stuff and say stuff. Um, and I get what they were trying to do. I get that they were trying to, um, make him sort of the Obi Wan character or the Yoda character. Yeah. But, you know. This is just probably me and yours opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's really who Luke was, even though I think we what they were trying to probably tell with that was like every, there's se- different seasons of life for everyone. And even their great sure. Skywalker. Yeah, I get that. Could have, you know, can become this crotchety old man. I get it. Yeah. And people forget that he did there. He did have an arc. He was he yeah. was he went to this island and he was like, oh, I'm this is me now I've kind of given up and oh, I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not using the Jedi for any, this force anymore. People just need to be people. Yeah. And, <laughs> but you do and, enough. Uh, you are who you are. And you know, the end, there's no good people. There's no bad people. Everybody's gray. Yeah. Well, and if you do enough, you do a lot of stuff like Luke did in this story and you live as long as he did. He like you're gonna you're gonna run out of gas after a while. Mm-hmm. So I I didn't like it at first, but looking back on it, I'm like, okay, it makes sense. Um, I, I get how the the your nephew could him turning the dark side. I get how that could discourage you to a to a point, and basically 
losing the Jedi Temple and, and everything again, like on your turn. At first, it was Yoda's. Mm-hmm. On, on Yoda's watch. Yeah, he basically... They, yeah, he, he lost it all. Because he, um, he fought Sidious, and you yeah. see him basically giving up and... Oh, I failed. I am I'm I'm, going to the. I'm hanging out going the swamp to the swamp until I'm dead. Yeah, uh, uh, New Orleans. Um, but it, it, and I think in a way that somewhat helped the rise of, rise of, what are they called now? They're all the same. <laughs> yeah. R- yeah. Rise of the That's last just, of return of rise yeah. of Skywalker. Yeah, because they used that, and he kind of got to come back around and say, you know. I was wrong. You can't yes. do that. Yeah. You know, even yeah. they're, they're playing hard and fast with the rules of the force, but I think you can because they're yeah. space wizards and it's, yeah. Uh, that's what, that's what this is. Uh, yeah. People, people were getting upset. The fact that all of these new force powers were coming, were sh- revealed in this movie. Oh, totally. That, um, that was, that was big. Seemed like a big issue for a lot of huge Star Wars fans. In this movie, this this is a spoiler, by the way. Uh, mm-hmm. This is revealed that Jedi can heal, have healing powers, uh, which I'm totally fine with. Right? I, if if Sith get lightning, then give Jedi healing powers. It makes sense. It totally works with their. It was in the old Lucasfilm games. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then in the one of the last scenes of the Skywalker saga, which I love, uh, you have a Sith who is making his face turn. I'm going to reference a WWE turn there. He's doing a face turn as he's resurrecting a Jedi, which yeah. is something that was referenced in episode three. Yeah. From Darth Plagueis. Plagueis. Yeah. And so, you know, Lucas always said that Star Wars was basically like, is one long poem. It kind of repeats itself. There's oh, lots yeah. of there's lots of symmetry there. And it was it was made with a perfect rhyme. How it like, yeah. Uh, I I think it balanced everything else out. Yeah, totally. And you know we might get into or we will get into Rise of Skywalker uh, in our review coming up soon. Um, but I think they did a massive job considering they only had two years. Yeah. Uh, which is crazy that all the Disney's films only had two years to make these humongous, big budget, bigger than any movie you can think of, um, movies considering they had to write the movie, shoot the movie, do all the visual effects and then edit the movie. I think mm-hmm. most of them were all down to the wire, like all movies are, but I, re- I really think that with a very, with a crunch, you, you said it was made in two years. All, yeah. Every movie, two years, it was just like if you look at the original recent. trilogy, they were all made three years apart, right? And I think that shows. Yeah, even in the prequel trilogy, um, maybe you know when they came out, episode one, <laughs> even it has fifty three percent, which is it's the really yeah, that's the same as really? uh, Rise of Skywalker, yeah. Wow. I think that, that may is, that may have changed over time. I think when yeah. it came out or in the like five, ten years, I remember looking at it, it was a lot higher. Yeah. Like I felt like it was low when it first came out. And then it I felt like it was like seventy ish. And wow, I didn't know it dropped that but, much after over time. 
clones is sixty five percent. I'll answer. I will defend that. Not a bad film. Episode one, not a bad film. Episode two, it's hard for me. It's very, <laughs> it's hard, and it's not. Um, it just doesn't hold up well. You go back and watch all the others, and they still hold up really well. Yeah, it just it doesn't hold up well. It's um. And there's not a lot of content. It's a lot of political moves by Palpatine. The story which is fine. really is, is great. That part's great. But as far as like the hero side, I could give a shit list. Yeah. I, I, I could. I, yeah. The story is. Uh, hi, Padme. I'm handsome now. <laughs> yeah. I still like you. <laughs> Uh, it's not about the acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now and that's fun. Now droids and what will become stormtroopers fight each other for like an hour and a half. Yeah, Mar- and Mark Hamill wasn't a great actor back in the day, but that yeah. that that didn't make it bad for me. Yeah, uh, like clones. You, so this it, is a good. This is I wanted to get to this. This is sure. a, another interesting thing to talk about. If you look at New Hope, George Lucas, you know he. Infamously, he barely got this movie made. The studio almost uh, canceled this movie multiple times. The only thing that saved it was uh, the 20th Century Fox CEO at the time because he mm. believed in Lucas after making American Graffiti. Mm. And that made a bunch of money and was made for about a Buffalo nickel or something. And that had Harrison Ford in it. And he ended up reading for Lucas to do auditions for other roles. And then he ended up being... Harrison talked him into being on Solo, which was mm. the greatest decision of Hollywood uh, oh, history. Yeah, yeah. Um, but George is a great visionary auteur. It's a term that's been used in film literature, or uh, I guess film scholarship and stuff like that. Like, mm. it's a filmmaker who has his own style, his own vision. When you watch yeah. his movies, you're like, that's clearly. Oh, that's a Tarantino movie. Oh, that's a Lucas or oh, that's a whatever. And I think Lucas is his, his, his style and his MO is like, it's going to be a really interesting world. It's going to be something you've never seen before. Um, Mm -hmm. and like he does his, (laughs) he does his homework, if nothing else, as far as his, uh, totally. The world that he creates, like the way that he combined so many other types of movies, so many different types of religions, but he wasn't themes, names, every detail. What his weakness was really working with actors, and that's yeah, not and, a great. And you even see that direction. with Episode Four. His main direction, uh, I mean, <laughs> we obviously weren't there, but just from watching like behind the scenes stuff, is he would have a sign. Eventually, according to like the actors that would say faster or more intense. And that was literally it. Oh, yeah. And so you had to really know the material. Oh. Trust yourself as an actor. Um, and that was kind of it. He made two signs. Yeah, that was his only direction. To faster to direct the... and more intense or more intense. Oh, and he, yeah. even, he even did that in the prequels too. That yeah, was his only execution. He can't make, um, well, his big thing is he always tweaking stuff, which is great when it comes to detail, but somebody has to be there to just check him on. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay, now it's good. It's like it's good. He needs a producer. He needs a director. Whatever. He's a great yeah. kind of like Godfather type executive producer. What basically whatever he did on five and six. Yeah. Where he was sort of the creative advisor, which I wish they would have done on the new sequel trilogy. Yeah. But they more or less didn't use much of his material. No. Maybe his scripts or treatments would have been terrible. Sure. I, th- I think they were going to be about like... Yeah, well, he had Palpatine coming back, right? Or, I don't know. I, uh, he, I feel like I read he, that. He maybe they planned that because uh, you could definitely like see it. It makes I, sense I think why Ray it. was yeah. so powerful. Instantly. Yeah. yeah. Knows how to do everything. Yeah. If she's the daughter of Palpatine. Yeah. And that... And that's a good reveal. It echoes the Empire Strikes Back reveal of Luke being the son of Vader. Like yeah. it's just it's like this girl is something. Yeah, like like I like I'm sure when people saw Empire for the first time, some folks were like, "Nope, not buying that. Stupid. Don't make sense." Right. <laughs> like <laughs> right. some people are now, you know. <laughs> um, but Empire and Jedi wasn't directed by him. No. Uh, in, no. Empire was directed by Irvin Kershner, who was was that his that that wasn't his uh, film. It was his film professor. Oh yeah, okay, okay. At USC, yeah. And he picked him because he had the talents to do like a Hollywood movie, but knew he couldn't be influenced by the whole system and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got the benefits of somebody that understood story. He understood working with actors, uh, but you still had Lucas on set making. Still really relevant, important decisions, decisions and, about and, like creatures or, yeah. or lines or sure. sets or whatever. Yeah. And then, you know, I don't think anyone can argue that New Hope's not a great movie. I mean, it's one of the greatest of all time, but like, yeah, it. you can look at it and see um, little hints of Jar Jar in C-3PO. Like some of his silly, oh, totally. stupid lines. It's like, oh, he's the comic relief well, character. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think, I think, and people, people's issue is Jar Jar was was a lot. It was over the top, here and there, sprinkled in. Sure, it was just a lot of Jar Jar. Yeah, I'm and, sure if you did a percentage of his screen time in Episode One, it would have been probably way more. Yeah, or maybe I don't it, know the stat, but but yeah, it feels like a lot. Feels like a lot. Yeah. Um. So elements of that sprinkled in are fine, but when he's yeah with the main character so long and it's just, and I thought episode one was really you know not really good but a a solid movie. Yeah, it's it may be my favorite of the prequel series. I feel like everyone's got a hot take about the prequels. So sure, yeah, yeah. like either Revenge of Sith is their favorite or Revenge of Sith is their worst or I don't I don't know that anyone thinks that. Clones is their favorite. I I know some people that are like, oh, Clones was much better than episode one. And I don't know where they get that, but. uh, Maybe they just haven't rewatched it. Yeah. Clones is rough for me. It was, it was rough. And each. Rewatching it. Maybe not the sequel series, but the prequel series. Oh, I've heard it's great. I love, no. I'm talking uh, about oh, sorry, one, the prequel two, three. No, my bad. I love that his idea that 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 it's this kind of allegory of yeah, like how any good thing can yeah. become sour, how any democracy can be lost very quickly. Oh, totally. And yeah. you know, folks can look at 
easily manipulated. The Senate scenes and all the politics scenes, and yeah. it's like I don't understand what's going on. I don't. There they lose. They quit paying attention. It's like it's really not that hard to understand. They kind of spell it out, like right. I mean, and I think that maybe that's why I don't like clowns as much either, is because it's it's a lot of the the political stuff that we didn't need to see. That's why I don't think it. Yeah, content. yeah. But um, but yeah, it they don't they don't need to go into huge <laughs> detail about political stuff. Yeah. You, but you have a great baseline for like this stuff's still going on. It's not the main part of the story, but it's it's going on. And it's playing a major factor. And I like I appreciate that George Lucas episode one came out and the reception was what it was, and he was like, "Nope, I'm still gonna I'm yeah. not gonna get anyone else to direct it. I'm still gonna make my other two mm-hmm. with the same exact kind of story, same presentation. Same. Still yeah. gonna have a look stuff because you kind of need that to tell a story of how the yeah. Empire became the Empire, right?" And people are still saying Most, that it ruined their childhood, and it's just ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Even I mean, just because they're a little bit different than what your vision of Star Wars is, Star Wars is a huge universe. They could literally go anywhere, do anything. Yeah. And when when and when they copy and do <laughs> a copy and paste version of New Hope, you get Episode Seven. So totally. And people are gonna say that's, or they did say. Uh, after like the first week it came out, um, you know, well, it's not creative enough. It's not bold enough. And then you get episode eight and it's like, well, that's too bold. Right. So they, yeah, that impossible standard of juggling. It will never be perfect again. I think one of the main points that, that I was trying to make with this, with this episode mainly was you had a great visionary filmmaker who did his homework and he he understood what people what made them tick like one of his quotes was um star wars is the synthesis of all religions it's the way man has perceived the unknown and the great mystery of the universe and how they try to deal with it so and like the first movie barely got made it was made for a couple million bucks. Um, and it was... Uh, actually, I think it was like $20 million, but still. Well, yeah, yeah. That's but a lot still. more. But for then, that was... I mean, that was actually a pretty big budget for 77 But today, sure. when they're, they're making like in-game for half a billion... Sure. And it and it grossed... Uh, uh, I think it grossed $770 million at the time. Uh, But... Well, I think cool. what I think what happened is Aaron. Okay, I think what happened, Aaron, is he got Irvin Kershner, which was his buddy, mm-hmm. to make Empire Strikes Back. Checked him, and you had a perfect storm of creativity with the actors, Leia. <laughs> that's not her name, Carrie Fisher, yeah. who is a really good screen director, screenwriter in her own right, and Harrison Ford, who did notes on. Uh, all Star Wars movies he was in, changing things, making them better. Totally, um, that and, character and, would not have been interesting at like, all. Combine a lot of player uh, actors played him at the time, right? And, and combine that with Irvin Kershner, um, really, really getting to the core of each scene. Like, famously, when they did the the scene where Han Solo's frozen. 
And I think the original line was, uh, Leia goes, I love you. And Han was supposed to say, I love you too. Like they kept doing that over and over again. And everyone was just yeah. like, it's not working. It's not working. I know. We got to do something Phil, else. Yeah. And he was just like, I don't know, do whatever you want. And then Han or, uh, Harrison said, I know like that was perfect. And they were like, boom, totally. got it. That's Fits perfect. His character. Perfect. Yeah. You just had this perfect swimmer creativity and empire was, uh, most people would say that's their favorite Star Wars movie or that's the best one to come out. And every other movie is compared to that one. And right. I don't, I don't even know that it was ever meant to be that good of a movie. No, no, I, I, that that's my favorite sure empire but new hope is really close behind for me yeah me for too me um it i mean you watch new hope and it's 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 not too much it's not it doesn't leave anything lacking it's such a great just um wraps everything up in a nice bow doesn't it gives you a little bit of detail, but not, not, not too much enough that it, it doesn't sh- get lost in the weeds. No, it is very concise. Yeah. It's a perfect, uh, pace. Oh yeah. There's not a dull moment, but it's not what the hell just happened over the past 40 minutes. Like I tried um, to skip through four cause I'd seen it so many times to prepare mm-hmm. for watching rise of Skywalker. Mm. and like i couldn't no uh no it's <laughs> like i too... got a couple minutes in and i was like i am fully engaged in this movie and i'm not turning it off yeah uh because you just get so into it um like that is a more engaging movie probably but the way that empire was made it for people that are really like artsy in the movies and uh critical of movies mm-hmm um, it had both. It oh, had like, the really good script and the good world building and the good acting. Yeah. Which oh, yeah. is hard to come by in Star Wars, sadly. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jedi it's, had it too, but like, right. you know, Empire it's, was perfect. Yeah. And so w- w- when the sequel, prequel trilogy came out, mm-hmm. it w- <laughs> maybe it was rightly compared to the to that one because sure. people were expecting they were getting more I mean, if of the they're same gonna keep it in the same saga then you you're gonna automatically compare it but george but, lucas needs credit because he he every one of his movies were different yeah completely different uh minus turn of the jedi with, and the, <laughs> which ended this star and the prequels are meant to complement right not standalone obviously right. they didn't put it in a different saga they kept it in the same saga and but it but it was to contribute and it does it expounds upon why Palpatine is such a formidable villain and and Vader as well. Um, you really didn't know anything about Palpatine after the classics, but you really like he like that's why I think I was fine with him coming back in the recent trilogy because. The groundwork that was done in the in the prequels. Right after we finished watching Force Awakens, mm-hmm. the first the first showing that we went to, we walked out of it and we were like, "Oh, that was really good. That was really good." But even in the theater, we we, we I think it was a movie it had to be because sure. people wrongly or rightfully poo pooed the prequels. Oh yeah, and 
It was like, they just need a win. The first line of the movie. It was a win. Yeah. The first line of the movie was, this will begin to make things right. Like, <laughs> so. <laughs> Drew, I forget about that. Um, but when we were walking out, I think, I think I literally said, I was like, if they keep the, this, the new trilogy in this vein, people might start to look at the prequels and realize they're a lot better than they realized. Yeah. And I think. Um, maybe it's not this huge, this giant revelation that's happening, sure. but it, it's gaining a little bit more respect in, uh, in, in Star Wars fandom. Definitely. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, I think you have a lot of fans, um, of the prequels still. Um, and some of them, yeah, from that generation, that was their childhood movie. But even some of the, the people who, their childhood saga was, or trilogy was the classics. They, I think, have come around to. There was a quote from either Steven Spielberg or another director. He's like, uh, "Good artists steal from other great art." Oh yeah, Dylan said the same thing. Like uh, so, like uh, yeah, that's what <laughs> Star Wars is the best example of that. Um, totally. And if Star Wars can't steal from itself. Yeah. I don't know what we're doing. Yeah, uh, Disney's challenge moving forward is going to be just referencing the main Skywalker saga, but you're going to have to do your own thing completely and maybe but, maybe but, not use Jedi, maybe but, use right. something completely different we never heard well, of. That's, that's going to be I tough for Man- someone. Well, that's, yeah, that, that's why I think Mandalorian's doing so well is because Okay, we've had enough Jedi, especially <laughs> Skywalker. This was not explored, and it's a fan favorite, and it's well done. Very well done. Um, so if they can keep... I, I like what they're going to hopefully... Or what they are going to do with the uh, Obi-Wan series. Uh, that that could be fantastic. Yeah, there's going to be Obi-Wan series. Uh, My favorite character, by the way. There's another one we're going to talk about. I'm going blank. Huh. But we're gonna, we're going to have lots more Star Wars on Disney Plus. Yeah, I think the new Star Wars. Looking forward to the new. It, I don't even think they're going to do trilogy format anymore. They're going probably in, shouldn't new doing the Marvel one-offs format. Yeah, I, I would rather prefer the the one offs. I think Rogue One is fantastic. It it kind of bridges the gap between. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it explains away a uh, uh, plot hole of why. A little bit event in this huge battle station was able to blow something up, which is really cool. Yeah, but it's yeah, I guess I mean it's unnecessary, but 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 they made it work. Oh, and totally, it, and it made it's it fun the whole emotional intriguing. core of the movie. Sure. Um, and man, that Vader scene. I mean, yeah, Lawrence of Arabia, Metropolis, Akira Kurosawa, uh, who's a great Japanese director and. You can see definitely in Revenge of the Sith, even like the final battle goes on for what feels like forever. Yeah. I mean, it's great, but, but it, it's, it's like an anime. Okay. It's like a, like an anime fight. I mean, uh, they're fleeing in the conference they're, room. They're flinging sabers at each other. They're and, and it's just, they're not even in each on other. On tightrope. They're on lava. They're, yeah. But I mean, I guess it's appropriate considering who, who was fighting. Yes. Oh, totally. And it was epic. Totally. And it adds 
to the classics. Because then you go back and watch them in sequence and you watch Cause New you, Hope. Because you know like, how he became that way. Oh, he's about to fight him one last time. Yeah. And, but and it he, was made in 77 and the fight is yeah. what it is. Right. But it had so but, much more weight. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Makes you appreciate it when you go back and watch it and. Because he because he mentions his name, yeah, uh, and I think Return of the Jedi, he says his name. I know mm. you're you're good. I know Anakin is still in there somewhere. Yeah, I didn't even realize that until yeah. oh yeah, a couple years ago. I didn't either. Another news and note that I had that was interesting. Uh, John Williams, if you go back and watch, uh, like adventure westerns and stuff. In black and white from way back in the day. You can find it on YouTube. But the star, even the Star Wars music and the Star Wars theme isn't an exact copy, but it's very close to like old Westerns from back then. Really? So huh. even Williams isn't exactly free of, you know, taking from other sources. Like, Well, sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the way these things go. Yeah. Um... Oh yeah, we talked about the force powers. Yeah, yeah, we touched on it, but so uh, we touched on healing. Yeah, um, I have more problem almost with Yoda using force lightning as a force ghost to burn down the Jedi temple. Like, yeah, when have Jedi's used lightning? Much less force ghosts used lightning. I didn't even have a problem with the force projecting uh that Luke did actually I kind of thought it was cool but I'm a but I loved a lot of the Luke stuff that was one of the you main had to bring highlights Luke back. for me yeah 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 um I don't sure I have maybe some creative differences with how they how they did it but I still liked every scene Luke was in um like the the original trilogy it you know if you want to use that as your blueprint of like you know, don't change anything unless right. it's like the prequels. Right. Even the original trilogy, from movie to movie, they had powers they different that were increased. Yeah. Like in Return of the Jedi, all of a sudden, this this wormy guy in a cape who's supposed to be the Emperor shoots lightning out of his fingers it out looks of nowhere. Ancient. <laughs> and, you know, it's not explained. No. At all. But no. You understand that he's super powerful because he's in charge of. Uh, well, he's he's the strongest Sith. Like he broke the millennia peace that Jedi had, right? Yeah. So he better have something. He broke the chain, you know, that he, the past thousand years of Sith that have lived didn't have. You just accepted because of the storytelling, and it yeah. works. Yeah. And now fans are so, have have put themselves in this box of a Star Wars movie can't be a Star Wars movie unless it's you know what. Unless, I, and I guess that's okay. Creative, but true. Creative, but true. Creative, but, but yeah. You just you you gotta. The big lightning at the at the the climax of the past movie. Um, I don't have any issue with that. Like that, to me, I liked it because another thing that um, that Lucas said about the the whole. About Star Wars was that it's, it's not a, a it's a big it's poem about, that echoes itself. Yeah, like it's about and it's about the 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 Force, right? 
Yeah. Not so much the the big weapons. Yeah. Like not the, the fighters, like not the, the guns. Ten thousand uh, star destroyer uh, yeah. with with Death Star cannons. It disables it all, so it makes it even more important than what big new death weapon is built. Force still overrules that. Yeah. Yeah. I had no problem with it. Uh, Loved it. The sound was incredible. Oh, dude. The yeah. sound was incredible. We, we, we saw that movie yeah. opening night. Both looked at each other. And we... In amazement. We we lost we lost our head. Oh. Basically. I, like when everything... You hear a build up in the audio and then it just goes to this like... Yeah. Like this. Almost just a bass static. I, Star Wars and, obviously known for its sound effects. But that one... Yeah. That that's you remember that's close that. to the first time you hear a lightsaber. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, taking down all of the rebel ships, resistance or whatever they're called in the sequel trilogy. Yeah. Uh, all their electronics going down. I mean, yeah, you had to when the first movie in made in 1977 increased the stakes so much, where. The bad guys have something that can literally destroy a planet. (laughs) Where do you go from there? Yeah. Yeah. You're just building another toy, a different toy. People say, well, they should have done something different. What else are you supposed to do? No, I thought it was perfect. Yeah. And and I was okay with the weakness that it had was that they couldn't leave out without the navigational system. That's what that's that's a big thing in Star Wars. The whole reason why the Falcon has lived throughout these nine movies and has seen more battle um, is because it's navigational system, right? Mm-hmm. It's so great. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the big thing. And that was the weakness for those Star Destroyers. I'm fine with it. Yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, the moral to the story, kids, on this first episode is Star Wars is good. Yeah. Good to great. Good to great. Yeah. It will oftentimes uh masterful. Yeah. But it will be okay. Very rarely mediocre. Uh Disney will make continue to make these movies. I think they may have learned their lesson. I think Kathleen Kennedy, um, I think she's a great producer. She has a great track record. Sure. Of like, you know, working with Spielberg, mm-hmm. doing <laughs> His golden age of movies. Yeah. Even working with Lucas on Indiana Jones. But I'm not sure that these she's good to be in the studio head role as sort of a creative lead to for these mm. stories to get from A to B, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where they go from there. Like uh Kevin Feige. Marvel has their Kevin Feige and he can see these things decades out and plan in advance and you know he he's like the god of of nerd culture. Oh, he's a he's a he's masterful at taking the the material from comics, tweaking it together and making it something different, but still making everybody happy. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, he's responsible for the most. You got your hardcore comic fans, and you got. You're just people that enjoy an action and, flick and, with with a little, and I think that's something. what that's what they're shooting Disney shooting for, and I think that's okay. Yeah. People have to be okay with that. Yeah, I think it it might be too trivial to say, well, star, it, they're just movies, and they are just movies, yeah. but they mean a lot to a lot of people. 
Um, but I think you might need to chill and just, you know, they're enjoy this saga for what it was. And it was great. They're, they're good sci-fi. They're, they're good sci-fi action movies with, you know, with space wizards, essentially. Sure. So we all feeling, we, we all get that the feelings there, you know, we grew up on them. Gives you some, we are very emotional to them. But they're not necessarily going to create the the same kind of exact movie. Yeah. When we were, you know, when you originally watched that movie or property. Made you feel something. Uh, Because episode one was the first one that I watched in the theater. Mm -hmm. And it has a special, special place in my, uh, my movie identity for that. Oh, yeah. So maybe that there's a bias there. But the same as folks have the same thing for the original trilogy. Um, so like, it, it, like when, when young kids watch the original trilogy, they may or may not feel the same way. Like this new trilogy will be the whatever to them. That'll be their first, you know oh, what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, that's our defense of star Wars. So enjoy it. Any last thoughts? Just enjoy it. Just enjoy it, man. Just, just be happy. We're getting these movies. Them. Yeah. Uh, just be happy that, and if you the really want some good Star Wars, from, get Disney Plus. Yeah, and be happy that the cast from forty years of one of the biggest, if not the biggest, blockbuster sagas was 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 brought back. Was brought back, and uh, was it was it the way I liked exactly? No, but I still appreciate it because. It was great to see even after, those roles again. Even after the death of one of the actors, they yeah. were able to bring her back yeah. into the final movie, yeah. as well as Han Solo. Still makes it about the the cast from the original. Still. The prequels and these. Every movie it is brought makes in it about them. to the finale. It's how they get the baton and how they pass it. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very beautifully put in. Yeah, thanks. All right, well, that'll conclude our uh, defense of Star Wars. Uh, tune in next time. Thanks for our movie and TV podcast. And we will uh, see you soon. The next episode will be the Rise of Skywalker review. So uh, get popped. Woo! Talk to you later. Bye. (laughs)